Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast, and I'm here with Jeff Rayley of Groundwork. How you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Excited to be here. And we're talking about how to qualify sooner and how to stop chasing bad leads. You know, the things that we're going to talk about today, how can too many leads be a, a bad thing? How does better qualification equal a higher closing rate? And why and how that you can use more video in your sales process. Just to give them a quick snippet, we're not going to do a pitch right now, but Jeff, could you just give them a little bit of like what you're working on and, and how it's affecting the, the industry? Yeah, so maybe I'll just back up and, and, and the, the trends that we see in the market yeah. are um, obviously virtual everything, right? So yeah. our, our whole concept is based around how consumers that are buying nearly everything digitally are going to be buying home improvement services down the line. So yeah. that's the kind of the space that we work in. Um, and there's a lot of exciting stuff maybe we'll get into a little bit later, but um, yeah, that's kind of what Groundwork's all about is just reimagining that, that buying process so that it's uh, more convenient for the contractor, but also uh, super convenient and, uh, and uh, amazing for the homeowner as well. I love it. So, and, and you guys are the, the kind of the fundamental component of the, the service right now is around using video, actually helping um, homeowners give you video in the sales process. So they're qualifying themselves by like, and I think some, you know, some people it's, it's part of the process to be like, send some photos of what you're working on. And you guys are kind of making the platform to do video through the platform to qualify. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a branded experience. So we work, we're not like an Angie's List or a home advisor model. We aren't, we aren't a lead gen type of, type of deal, but um, we just provide an easy way for homeowners to interact with contractors. And so yeah. contractors brand the tool, uh, we make them look good um, so that that collaboration can happen with video uh, yep. in a super, super quick way. And, um, and yeah, qualification, um, and that, that whole experience is really elevated. Sweet. So it's, it's hellogroundwork.com. Um, we'll get a little bit into that later, but first of all, too many leads, man, you're talking to a lot of remodelers, contractors, home services, where they have too many leads and they're, they're honestly dropping the ball. And we were talking some before this about, we want to work on our business, not always just in our business, like uh, basically frantically responding to leads and letting stuff fall. So how can it be a bad thing, you know, if you have too many leads? Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's kind of what everybody's experiencing right now. I mean, uh, with the labor shortage and uh, customer demand and impending inflation, material challenges, there's just so many things going on in the, in the world right now and um, that are affecting contractors uh, and how they can deliver on um, you know, projects and, and their schedules and all that. Um, and, and the demand just from homeowners alone puts a lot of contractors in a bind. Um, so a, a lot of what we see challenges that contractors get into is they just don't do a good job one responding but then also if they are busy the messaging around that it is uh, can be done in a way uh, it might sound something like 
you know, we aren't taking more, you know, we're booked out to 2022 or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of just like, well, sorry about you, homeowner. <laughs> we yeah. can't help you. Um, now, what, what we think is a better way to do that um, is think about how you can use those opportunities to build your brand instead of damage it. Yeah. Those are opportunities. You've likely paid for that lead one way or another. One way or another. Um, and you've earned it. So, you might have paid for it by doing SEO for the last three to five years. Yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, exactly. And now you, you have 10 to 20 leads coming. I'm thinking about a customer, mm-hmm. 10 to 20 leads coming in right now. And all of those are kind of experiencing a negative experience. If they're not getting responded to, if there's not a system in place, it's actually like makes my heart hurt a little bit because it's like yeah. work that I did or our team did to make these leads happen. And at a different point in your business, you would have been grateful to have those and just the the busyness of life and the, yep. the quantity of jobs you currently have on your plate shouldn't make your brand, the brand, the experience that people have bad. You shouldn't, yeah. it still, it doesn't mean, it, to me, it's not an excuse that your, your business should treat people less than you'd want to be treated. Right. And I think this is something that, that we see also is, um, business owners and the leadership team may not understand exactly what the company line is when the phone rings from mm-hmm. those front office staff members yep. or the salespeople, right? Like, I think that is a spot for, for business owners to understand, like, you should have a plan on how you're responding and what is happening when those conversations mm. are going down. Yep. Because it is an opportunity for a brand moment to increase the engagement, um, to yeah, create some sort of an impact in the customer's mind so that, you know, because they are asking about a project now, chances are you're not the only busy, busy contractor in the in the in the world right now, right? Like they, yep. they may have that project three, six months down the road because they can't find anybody else to do to to work with them either. Um, so there are opportunities that um, just because they you can't get to them right now. It doesn't mean that they won't come back with the same project or a, a similar, uh, different project in line. And another thing is the, a lot of contractors do this like pricing jumps and valleys kind of thing. Like the pricing goes up to unreasonable levels, like when they're, they're busy and then like, then they drop it and do like these dumb jobs for like friends and family or something. Like I've seen those peaks and valleys too. And ultimately you got to find that middle ground. That's like, to be honest, if you give a prop, like I'll just give a very specific example. I'm sure this person's not listening. If he is, I'm sorry. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, I have had, I've done a referral to a contractor Several actually, you know, cause we, cause people ask us just cause we know, you know, a right. lot of people. Um, and the, the price that they gave them, I knew it was cause they're busy. You know what I mean? Like I knew it was cause they're busy and they're just kind of pushing stuff off a little bit, but like literally it made me not want to refer them again. Cause it was like significantly higher than probably like an a, a high average. Cause I think you want right. to hit that mid premium high mm-hmm. average price as much as you possibly can and not do these jumps in pricing. Cause ultimately it could negatively affect all the people that are referring you business. And then they hear 
that it was a negative experience or like an, a kind of a unrealistically high number just because you're busy. So I think that there's kind of something to that, like get that. I don't know. I personally, I don't think you, I mean, this, Hey, this is, there's different industries. I'm trying to like sure. understand them, but I think part of it is like, also like if you're out past six months or a year, like you should be raising your, your high average a little bit and not, but not being ridiculous about it. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, from the pricing perspective, I think, you know, I've heard somebody say the other day, like every contractor out there probably could raise their prices 10% right now. Yeah. I think that's probably true, actually. Just don't do it 50% when you're busy and then minus 30. Yeah, I not. think, and, and I mean, there is some like dynamic pricing in there. And like, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I call it the FU price. I don't know if, if uh, you know, that's a... Yeah, it's like, no, you can like, say fuck you price. You can say that on your... It's just right. ultimately like, you don't want to do that to people that are referring you to business, especially if there's like, hey, That's I'm, right. I, yeah. I would be a long-term <clears throat> referral person for people. And so, that, yeah, there, there's relationship stuff that goes into that. I mean, there's just some, you know, that's just some business acumen that goes into it. And and I mean, even if you have to give the, uh, the FU type of pricing out there because you are so busy, there's a way to couch that. Uh, and, and you know, say like, "Hey, listen, I am. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. My crew is backlogged so yeah. hard right now. Like, the only way that we can do this and justify this type of a project right now, uh, you know, it's not you. It's not the person. Like, we just we're we're a business and we're we're struggling. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. get a little bit. Get a little bit. Get a little bit. Put some flavor behind it. Like." do a personal touch if you have to do something like that but um yeah it's a, it's a touch like business. just real quick on that just to wrap up that point we'll get on to the next question is yeah i think also to me staying small is selfish that's another thing that i have mm. stuck in my brain like yeah sometimes not saying always but sometimes staying small is selfish why are you not building another crew why yeah. are you not getting a little bit getting someone else to be involved in quotes, right? Like the, in your, on your business, not in your business thing to me is a little bit selfish because you could help more people. And I know that I personally find that to be an encouraging mindset. If you don't, I'm not saying you have to do what I think you should do, but I think it's an encouraging mindset that literally getting little, literally getting bigger. I think some people have this craftsman mindset where like, because I'm such a craftsman, I have to be involved in every tiny detail of every project that that's actually the best thing I can do for these homeowners or is it selfish and they don't care about every tiny detail as much. And they care about, Hey, could you actually do 10 more projects this next year? If you create one more crew, like anyway, so getting up on the soapbox there, but so for you, you've seen this in action. How does better qualification mean that people can have a higher closing rate on the types of jobs they want? Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll flip this question a little bit. Um, it was a little clunky. What, yeah, yeah. So what, what, we, what we talk about is cost to service a lead. Um, and when we're talking with contractors, it's, they likely are not thinking about it this way, but 
what we challenge contractors to think about is how are you servicing your leads now? And what does that cost you? Probably cost you money for the vehicles and the you know, time to, to go out and see the, the projects, you know, couple, couple hours per lead or whatever it is. Um, there is a cost to that structure. Um, and our philosophy is that there is a better way that is at least complementary to that existing process. Um, and, and many of the contractors that we're working with have completely replaced that process mm. um, and, and use Groundwork as their default sales tool. But um, so the, the math on the situation is less about, I mean, the closing rate certainly matters, but um, how many, how, how much time and effort and, and equated to dollars are you spending on a, on a, to get a project in the door? you know, multiply that and like figure that out. That's a really interesting number to me. Um, and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people will still do sales appointments after they collaborate with a tool like Groundwork. They'll do an in-person appointment. And, and those close rates on in-person appointments after um, qualifying the lead really, really, really well with Groundwork or, or uh, you know, just through some other kind of traditional lead qualification methods it should be, should be much, much higher. Um, if you get them to walk through the process, walk through your process, one of the things we were talking about a little bit is, you know, the value of a sales process, just having a process, mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what it is, uh, a homeowner will respect when you say, ask them, can I walk you through our sales process real quick? And, and training someone else in is often yeah. a very great way to to define that because then they say, well, what do I do if this happens? And you know, you do something if that happens, there's, there's a, in programming, it's if this, then that. Right. Now, like you have that, but you haven't defined it. Yeah. So defining what's next when they do this, that's really useful to actually get that down on paper or, or on a Google doc or whatever it happens to be having that clarity and, and, solid tools. Yep, absolutely. So why and how can people use more video in their sales process? And just in general, first of all, let's talk about it. And then certainly segue into a little bit of a description of your guys's tool and the, the workflow there. Yeah. So um, I think there's so many ways that anybody tuning in, you know, anybody with a smartphone really, which is, you know, all of us, uh, pretty much has seen the power of video, right? It'll stop your scroll in whatever app you're in. It's more engaging. Uh, It's more accepted. I think the pandemic did some really interesting Mm. um, kind of speeding up of the adoption of video as well. Um, You know, just the Zoom usage, I've seen charts of Zoom usage and it's, you know, it's it's just crazy how uh, the video tool has proliferated um, and, and really changed the way people want to want to interact with each other uh, and build relationships and work with businesses. Um, so there's there's a lot of stats out there on that whole on that whole shift. Um, but what we have seen is that and, and maybe let me mention one more thing. I think there's good video good video and bad video. Okay. Um, and 
good video is authentic. It's um, short and sweet in many cases. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, findable um, and usable across platforms. I'm thinking more in the B2B sense. Mm -hmm. um, bad video is, can be overproduced. Uh, and also bad video is stuff that you are perfecting and, you know, putting a lot of effort into that, you know, I think just, just get it out there is what and we iterate, say. And iterate, right? Like and iterate, do, that's right. Do your first one and then learn from it and then do your second one, but don't yep. sit there like on the first one trying to make the perfect forever video. Like that's right. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, in terms of, uh, in terms of tools, and I'll talk a little bit more about groundwork, but my setup here, which is not not great, let me turn my light on. This would be good. There we go. <laughs> hey, look at that. I mean, this is a lamp from my uh, you know basement. Uh, you, know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to get too crazy with it. Yeah. And what we coach a lot is selfie video. You know, contractors are out and about, mm -hmm. and they're you know doing stuff, and homeowners, um, and you know other people in the the realm, your customers want to see you being a contractor. They don't yeah, they want like to see you, it's they a love it. It's like a great, it's a great vibe. Like whether you're yeah. in a truck, whether you're just like walking yeah. to your office or you're you're out and about, you're on a job site, people love that stuff. Yeah, like that's they just actually, want, to, and they selfie, want to see you be you. And selfie is like a, it's a style like in its own right. Like it's not, that's not weird or bad. You don't have to have a little video crew around with you all the time. It's literally like a lot of those, you know, we've, we've looked at the Facebook pages of different contractors, like, and we've been involved in the pretty produced videos and then yep. they'll put out a selfie video and boom, that one gets like twice as many views because yep. the content was good. And because <clears> like, and because people kind of like that, it's kind of like a little bit more like laissez-faire vibe. It's a little cooler yeah. almost in a certain way. Yeah, and you gotta be, you gotta have at least a little bit of an idea of what you're saying. There's there's a little yeah. bit of skill there, but oh, like, I like scary. I like bullet like you know as far yeah. as like content marketing, I like bullets like having bullets and like I'm gonna cover these three to five things in this. I mean, is I think it's good to outline. Like I'll even yep. put it like if I'm doing a selfie video, like I'll put it up on the whiteboard, or there's this great app on my phone called big view B I G V U. And it's like a teleprompter for your phone. Nice. And you're able to just like, look at the phone and it teleprompts for you right there. It's Sweet. freaking awesome. Yeah. And so there's a lot of little tools to make this easier. And, and it's people, people like to, you know, it's the next best thing to face to face yeah. handshake. Like ultimately and, what we want is a handshake, but this yeah. is, and, and I mean, comes, you know, the you know especially for high touch things like remodeling having that content out there um in, in a lot of what our product does our goal is for you to be on second base in the first conversation that you have with mm. the homeowner because they know you they feel comfortable with you yep. they feel heard with their products or their project yep. and if you accomplish a couple of those early steps which video can play a huge part in yes. of them knowing you, you knowing them, like, man, you're in a really good spot for a sales conversation at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, in our product, we have a, we encourage contractors to put a selfie style video in what we call our project survey. So our, our 
product launches on a contractor's website, they uh, have the opportunity to customize a, an onboarding form. And in that onboarding form, they can load up a video. And so we encourage a less than 30 second video, quick introduction for your company and who you are, what you would like them to include in the video that they submit about their project. So we make it super easy for a homeowner to submit, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, you know, here's what we want to get done in our house and, you know, kind of point out and we, we, I liken it to the MTV Cribs walk around, right? Like, remember that? Like here, here's the, here's the fridge with the fridge from over here to over here, provide that walkthrough. And, you know, in the video, in the selfie video from the contractor, it's just an introduction, describe what you want them to show you and thank them. Mm -hmm. Pretty darn easy. You know, that is a simple way that. And it's, but it's so valuable. It's so valuable because mm-hmm. um, not many people do it. Um, not many people have a tool that makes that easy enough to, to pull off. And, um, you know, it just makes it super easy to, to, you know, it's kind of funny because people like, for instance, with contact forms, for instance, we really like to do like ex- telling them exactly what to do, like a little, the helper text on your contact form. Like, right like we like to have a picture of the person that's going to reach out and yeah. like a, a little description. And honestly, on our new website, there's going to be a video right next to it that says what's about to happen. And then here's, you know, next step. But like, just assume we're all dumb and we need exact instruction. Yep. Honestly, that's empathy. Mm-hmm. That's empathy because it's unclear if we're a homeowner coming to your website or talking to you over whatever, it's, everything's a little unclear. It might be clear to you what is up next, but just a reminder, most of us aren't in it all the time. Right. We need you to make it super dead clear to us. And that's empathy. And that's, we, people appreciate that. And like, that is honestly, there, there's basically in like society now, like even banking is down to like, we want, that's why software as a service is such a beautiful thing. And sometimes like, like for instance, bookkeeping, our bookkeeper has almost a software as a service vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it yeah. like, I don't, I want it to be kind of all taken care of. I don't, I don't want, and it's a sign of sophistication as well. Yeah. Of like, if you're able to automate little things and make it easy, then they're, they're not thinking they're paying for your, your every touch. So like, I think just the mindset of like, how can you, how could you make your contracting services feel a little bit more automated, feel a little bit more sophisticated, feel a little bit more modern, because that says a lot about the the quality of your service. And I think people want that. People are used to that now. Like we're, you know, millennials are like more than 50% of the adult population. Now we want it. Yeah. We, we actually think that's better than having a part, like my wife said, like gets mad when she has to like talk to somebody too soon in the process. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, she thinks like, it's just old school. Like, so she likes, and she's like a 30, she's 30, I'm 35 or something like that. I don't know what I am anymore. How old I am. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not paying close attention, but you know what I'm saying? Like younger, yeah. like younger people are like really expecting this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the, the the fact of the matter is, it's not 
that difficult, you know, and we were talking yeah. a little bit about working in your business and on your business. It's like, if you're looking to make strides and, and really want some, an opportunity to work on your business, it really doesn't take a lot of research and effort to, to start to do that. Um, especially on the branding and like the, the top end of the, the customer journey, that those touches are not difficult to, you know, it's not difficult to put that stuff on your website, to put a simple video of yourself on your website. Any, yeah. any website supports it. And, and, and if you do it, if you take the literally five to 10 minutes to do it, you're going to be ahead of 98% of your competition. I mean, that's just, a, that's just the, the, the truth of the matter. So not difficult, it. but it really, really helps uh, kind of move that conversation forward um, and set you apart from, from your competition. That's awesome. Um, Jeff, could you give us, who is this for and what's the next step for those people if they want to get in touch with you to, to help uh, improve this process? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is for groundwork. Uh, we work with remodelers painting contractors, outdoor living and hardscape contractors. Those are the main groups, but we have all sorts of different kinds of, of contractors. It's a little bit so. more on the like, a little bit higher end, like bigger project, aesthetic stuff, like yep. those types of projects. Yep, yeah. So we do we do what we call improvement as, as opposed to home improvement contracting as opposed to home service. So yeah. um, a little bit of differentiation there. Yeah. Any Anything that you think, if you got a video from a homeowner, um, describing their project before you yeah. had to run your tail across town. If that's you, then, then we can likely help you out um, and, and smooth out your sales process. Um, the website's hellogroundwork.com. Um, and yeah, that's a good place. We've got a self-guided demo. And believe it or not, there's a video of my uh, mug describing the self-guided demo on the site. So we practice what we preach in terms of video and getting out there on it. Um, so yeah, sure. give us give us a shout, check it out. Love to uh, hear from anybody in the, in the audience who uh, might some, find some value in what we do. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jeff, for being on the podcast. It's hellogroundwork.com, everyone. Go check them out. Go say what's up to Jeff and his team. And uh, of course, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com and Hook Agency all over social. Thank you guys for joining us and talk later. All right. Thanks, Tim.